Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Finks. And we're back, man. Episode 274. Yes, sir. Let's get immediately in. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. I was gonna say, let's get immediately into it. <laughs> that much. I got you had some extra syllables on that word. I had a fucking E40 moment. <laughs> so let's get immediately into it. <laughs> Jesus Christ had dress, so shake him. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's get into it. Immediately. Uh, yep. Um, expeditiously. <laughs> uh, two, basically, there's a woman that is claiming uh, she is too pretty to work at Home Depot. Uh, mm. Home Depot worker splits the internet after posting selfie where she claims she's too pretty to work at the store. Uh, a Home Depot employee sparked some online debate after she posted a selfie claiming she is too pretty to work at a hardware store. The employee, Ariana Josephine, tweeted out, the photo of herself in an orange apron on Friday, saying her role as a paint mixer at the chain store, uh, chain store in Texas is the only job where uh, job I work at where I get reminded I'm too pretty to work uh, to work at. Uh, the tweet soon went viral with Home Depot trending on Twitter for several days straight. As of Tuesday, it had been viewed nearly 35 million times, earning over 106. 106,000 likes and almost 7,000 bookmarks. Wow. Uh, many of the responses on social media were positive, agreeing with Josephine that she is attractive and respecting her for working while trying to earn a degree in college. But several Twitter users blasted Josephine for her views about working. All right. Let, let's be let's be clear. All right. Uh, look here. I think it's really weird and short-sighted to think like this but let's be fucking clear i can't blame her for this reason there's a bunch of men that are implanting these ideas in women's heads and it's fucking corny i've heard men literally go up to women and say hey girl what's your name jackie hey dang jackie you too fine to be working here yeah that is fucking insane how do looks equate to what type of occupation you look too good to work for it's just society being very shallow yeah. And, and the sad part about it, too, is this. For her to even say that, she believes it. But she only believes it because she is beaten over the head with it. Mm-hmm. See, when a bunch of dumbass men approach women and tell them this dumb shit, and then a woman is not mature enough to comprehend what's really going on, then you get dumb shit like this. Mm-hmm. You know what's really unfortunate? Is a, is a person who is conventionally handsome or attractive to be rewarded for being attractive and you never had to work for it. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to earn the way you look. You just was born. It's called genetics. Yeah. So why do you deserve anything extra for just how you look? What's crazy too is is this. Now me and Keith talked about this prior to the podcast. If you ever been to like KFC somewhere and you see a girl making chicken and she got a waist this small and a booty this big and she's beautiful, she looks out of place. Mm-hmm. And you know why she looks out of place? Because women that look that good don't have to work it's the truth mm-hmm. women there is there is levels of attractiveness that that garner certain attention and certain rewards i hate to say this but some of the finest finest women get niggas to pay their bills it's dudes paying their rent it's dudes paying their car payment it's dudes taking them out to these restaurants and it's because they look good why do you think you hear women say like don't be dming me what you're doing pay a bill that's because men are so dumb that they're really doing this shit. Yeah. And it's like there are enough men that are dumb enough 
that create a culture of women that run out and be like, well, if you ain't paying my bills, then get out of my DMs. And it's like, what? <laughs> That's wild. It's wild, man. But it's true. Yeah. Even um, Zion was, he was giving that girl $107,000 a month. A month? Mm-hmm. Are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Because he asked her on the DM. He said, how much is it going to cost for me to move you here? <laughs> That's, he was going crazy. Zion was going crazy. He was going That's crazy. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. A hundred thousand yeah. a month. I don't know if how legit it was, but that's what that's the numbers that was, that's floating around. That's crazy, man. That's a lot of. Bread, that's a bro. lot of money. That's why the that's why the porn star went crazy mm-hmm. because yeah, he was on that much money. Yeah, and and I'm not trying to you know shame nobody for how they look, but her BBL was insane. Yeah, you paying all that money for that booty, man. You need what he should have did is got the booty redone, man. Got it reshaped. Just get the booty reshaped, man. Yeah, you got to re. She need a booty augmentation. She need to get that booty reupholstered, man. <laughs> Staple that motherfucker on the right way. Zion taught me. What yeah, you know that uh, Easy taught me. Easy taught me. Zion taught me. BBL music. <laughs> Man, yeah, but yeah. I, I honestly though, when you see stories like this taking place, this is how society really thinks. It's really, it's really unfortunate and it's really sad. But you notice that there's a certain. And I don't want to place this on all women, but I've, I've, it's a commonality amongst women who um, exist in the top 1% of looks. And people say like, oh, you shouldn't rate someone's looks. You shouldn't rate them 1 through 10. That's shallow. Bro, I don't have to do it. Society does it. It's levels to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if a dude that's not conventionally handsome and he's a little overweight and he approaches a woman... And she's in that top one percentile, and he's like, "Oh my God, you are just so beautiful." She might get annoyed. She might even label that nigga a creep. Mm-hmm. But let Michael B. Jordan come and say the same thing. Yeah, she'd be like, "Oh my God, thank you so much." Women, it's not that women don't like compliments. They like compliments from niggas they like, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. If you're not attractive, you can't even <clears throat> give certain compliments. Yeah. Cause it'll be shot down. But let's 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 not get off let's not get off the uh, main mm-hmm. topic here. Mm-hmm. Um, this young lady got doxxed, right? So people found out what store she was at and all kind of shit, and even her personal address got given up. So she has to move her address. That's yeah. wild. That's too much. That's crazy. You work. I mean, you work at Home Depot. It's thousands of people that go in there every day. So mm-hmm. that's one thing. But the the address that's a little too much. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't deserve that. Yeah. Nobody deserves that. And I thought that was fucked up. Yeah. But what I will say is this. I don't feel bad. I, I don't. It's not saying I don't feel bad for her, but literally this alone. And she was I heard her little interview she had with somebody. I forgot who it was. She's like, you know, it's just a blessing from God. You know that I'm getting the, you know, the attention that I've that I've worked for. And it's like you haven't done any work, but be attractive. <laughs> you haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. There, there are some women that are so delusional that them being attractive and just posting pictures on the internet makes them think that they're working. You're doing nothing. Yeah. Me and Keith have done a podcast for five years every week. If we get a massive reward for it soon, we fucking earned it. Yeah. But it's chicks out here that post pictures. But she's a content creator, though. What do you mean? I don't know what type of content she makes, but... That's what I was telling you, like before the send me, podcast. Send me your thing. Um, 
she doesn't have any content on her thing, but she has like a, I think she has like a YouTube channel and stuff. Oh God. How many videos on it? Two? Let me see. See, that's the thing about women that are very attractive. They don't have to be consistent in anything. They could have a podcast with one episode. They can have a motherfucking YouTube channel with four videos, but they will have 500,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. Because it's how they look. Yeah. That's that's all they have to do is sell that. And mm. I don't want to be reductive of attractive women, but it's just the truth. And even women know I'm telling the truth because just a regular looking woman is th- that's attractive is not ever going to get the attention that these women get. Mm-hmm. Right. There are some bro. There are some women that literally they don't they might post four pictures. They got 90,000 followers. Like, how is this happening? Yeah, it's men. Yeah, it's men. A lot lot of men are idiots. They just they will follow any woman that's attractive, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's I think I don't think it's I think people try to make it a little bit deeper than it than it was like she like um like making it making it seem as though like like men did anything outside of like what men normally do mm-hmm. like it, it, i don't think they literally mean she's too attractive to work at home depot i think they really mean like i really want to have sex with this girl so i'm going to say any and everything like to to mm-hmm. to give her some type of compliment i don't think it's that <clears throat> i don't think it's that at all i just think it's the absence of thought it's the absence of thought and it's the absence of originality and it's the fact that men have this primal urge to just say anything for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Just shut up. Yeah. Right? Th- this is why I don't even compliment women. I have not told a woman she was beautiful in years. Mm-hmm. It's been forever. Forever. I don't owe women compliments. Ever. If you want to compliment somebody, compliment a woman in your family. Tell your aunt, oh, you look great. You look beautiful. Yeah. Right? Obviously. Oh, my bad. What the heck was that? It was a YouTube video. Oh, I was like, this, is that the, uh, the page? Yeah. She has 96 videos on there. 96? Wow. Yeah. She's been doing content for some years. How many followers she got now? Uh, on her YouTube, it's only like 4,000. Mm. She has 200,000 on uh on Instagram. She made the IG, bro. I'm trying to see the IG. Are you trying to see the IG? <laughs> I'm trying to see the hardware. <laughs> Send it to you. <laughs> But yeah, I think that that's that's just my my take on it. I think it's I think that a, a guy walked in, he was trying to holler at her, and he was like, "Yo, you look way too good to be working in here." And then, I mean, multiple people, not just the one guy, but that was probably like you know the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Like one guy just said that, and then um, she just decided to tweet that, post that on Instagram or whatever that day. And then people was like, "Yo, like you work at Instagram? Like, dang, you, you he he right? You is way too bad to be working there." And it just kind of blew up, but I don't think I don't think anybody really believes that you're too attractive to work at any sort of job. I do think it does look odd, like if you just the the like a very attractive, you six feet tall, you uh, you look like you could be like a runway model, and you like work in like some type of sanitation facility, or you work for uh, waste management or something. Like that's just like it. Just, it just doesn't look. It doesn't look. Uh, like the typical waste management guy is like kind of a hefty dude that's well, that don't mind getting his, his his fingers dirty. It's not that it looks odd at all. We're the ones that's odd. And the reason why we're the ones that are odd is because women that look that good don't work. This but is it's what, not even it's not even that. It's what's it, it's what's it's what's normal. Because a 
Starbucks has like, uh, you know, attractive women that work there. There are certain jobs, you know, where like maybe like a, a bath and body works or something like that. There's certain jobs where like attractive women, even like places in the mall, like at the little kiosks. If you see attractive an, an attractive woman there, it doesn't look odd. But there are certain spaces where, especially involved in manual labor, like if you, if you see a girl, like if you see a female driving a truck, you just like, dang, that's like that's not the norm. Mm-hmm. So the odd mean odd meaning it's not it's not typical. You know what I mean? It's not typical. But the reason why it's not typical is because of us as a society. We're the ones with the problem. Is what I'm saying. I'm saying that because. When you look at, I know multiple women. I used to work in the mall back in the day. And I know multiple women that worked like at a little job at a kiosk or whatever the case. And they would get off of work and go drive out to the newest fucking BMW Mm because their boyfriend was some super rich dude that paid all their bills. I've seen that numerous times. Anytime women are extremely attractive, they are usually attached to things that are low, what do you call them? Um, Low labor. Um or no labor, or no job. There are some women that are so attractive that they don't have to work. Mm -hmm. They literally have men that pay their bills. I've literally seen women like this. So that's the thing. I think Mm -hmm. we're so used to to attractive women not being in these spaces Mm -hmm. because they exist on a level that allows them to get away with not working. Mm -hmm. Okay. You notice that there's a certain type of um, occupation that a lot of attractive women have. You ever seen those bottle girls at the club? Yeah, they're just bringing out the... They're just bringing out the bottles. That's Mm -hmm. probably all they do for work. They don't got no day job, nothing. A couple times a week. A couple times a week, but they get so much money from tips and rich dudes trying to fuck them and take them out Mm -hmm. that they don't even have to work. All they got to do is put on them little uniforms and and work at a club a few nights a week. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, but it's the truth. Yeah. Because the thing about it, too, is... Back in the day, I was a part-time bouncer. Not a, I mean, I didn't do it full-time, but yeah. I bounced a couple times. Yeah. And those type of women will be getting crazy tips. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be a dude like, baby, you're so beautiful. Take this take this 150. Yeah, they definitely put in, like, especially when they, they work in the oil fields, they're getting off on Friday, Friday night. Oh, man. Yeah, they go in there, you know. They might go in there with the uniform. They might go in there cleaned up a little bit. And they tip oh, it. man. Man, shit. Fuck around an oil field nigga back in 2005, six. He'll go in a club with his, with his work boots still on. Mm-hmm. I wish they had a reality. Smelling like oil. He's smelling like crude oil. Yeah. Dude, I wish they had a reality show about Bakersfield oil field workers back <laughs> in like 2006 yeah. or seven. Because that's when the oil field workers was like local celebrities back then. Because <laughs> you was getting hella overtime. You was getting money. Especially the dudes working on a rig all day. They was making big money. Making yeah, making good money. You over 100000 a year. Yeah, back then. You go in the club and these girls know you got bread. Mm-hmm. Bro, I swear to God. I had a homie that worked in the oil fields. This is about... 2000 and all this had to be maybe 2013 right mm-hmm. and he was making good money and all his homies had been in the oil fields and we went to the he said hey you gotta come to the club with us so i come to the club with them they all got nice lifted trucks and shit and me i wasn't really making no money but i was like they was like hey we're paying for everything so they bought the whole bar out god damn. they bought the whole bar out right yeah and then when they bought the bar out we, we go to vip and i'm like Oh, this is kind of ain't nobody here. And then literally, I swear to God, after we sat down about five minutes, about 30 girls came in. About 30 girls came to VIP because it was nothing like dudes. We just came in there together. 
And then like 30 girls came over to VIP and was just chilling, talking to us. Like just walked over randomly? They all, no, they came through the door. Yeah. Oh, they, like the oil field guys had invited them? I don't know if that, I don't know what the prequel was, but they must have. Dang. And it was downtown at the, uh, was it called the Nile back then? I think it was out the, you the know, Nile. Yeah, mm-hmm. downtown. They had like a club in there at the mm-hmm. time. So they come in there uh, and I'm just like, what? And they all come sit next to us. And I'm just like, and it was only about, Maybe 13 of us and like 30 of them. God damn. That's a good ratio. And they was fine as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nigga, like this is like legit. And this is what I'm saying, though. Usually where there's money, there are beautiful women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, bro, if if you a dude that's making, and this is fucked up, but this is just how we are. We're, uh, society is weird. But mm-hmm. if you a dude that's making three or four million dollars. And you got a club at VIP, and you just there with your boys. Pay attention to what kind of girls are around NFL, NBA athletes at the club. Yeah. If you ever see pictures of Odell Beckham or somebody else at the club, pay attention to the women that are like within, you know, four to six feet from him. Yeah. And it's just these, just all of them fine. Yeah. All of them. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see no, and no disrespect to the ladies, but I just got to be real because we, we got the same scale here. You know, I'm a solid, I'm a solid five. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you're not going to see no girl that's a five around these dudes at, at the club and VIP. Yeah. You know, I don't got a problem. But I like fives and sixes, but I'm a regular dude. Mm-hmm. But when you look at these videos and pictures in the club, these girls is 9.5s, 10s. Yeah. Dressed up, huh? Dressed up. Yeah. I think to me, I'll get back to the original conversation. I don't think she did anything wrong. When you actually look at the post, all she said was, you know, this is a job that I get reminded of that I'm, I'll I'll read it exactly how it says. She says, the one job I work at that I get reminded I'm too pretty to work at with a kind of a laugh and crying face. And then she just posted a picture of herself in her uniform. And, she didn't uh, do anything wrong. Yeah, it it it, it just kind of it kind of took a life of its own after but that. But we we looked at her and we believed it. That's the issue. Is we yeah. could, we could look at her and she sold it by not saying a word because we we subscribed to what she was saying. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm just talking about her. Like you know how people interpret her posts is like you know that's how they interpret it. But as far as what she did, she didn't. She, all she did was essentially say like she just quoted like. There's probably, you know, five or ten people on a weekly basis that go in there and be like, dang, you're really pretty. They didn't interpret her post. They interpreted her looks. Yeah. Well, they did interpret her post because the post went viral. What I'm saying is people were, like, making it as if she did something wrong by saying, like, she's too pretty. to. She didn't say that she was too pretty to work there. All she did was say that when when men come into this store – they're telling me that I'm too pretty to work there. Yeah. And she and she also she's in college too. Like that she said this is my um this is my college job, you know, essentially meaning that she probably uses that to, you know, buy groceries or whatever the case may be. I'm not sure if this will go viral if she didn't look the way that she looks. She um, she looks good. That's the that's the idea of the whole this is the whole conversation. Exactly. But what I'm saying is that she didn't do anything wrong. I'm saying there's people bashing her as if she's like 
uh, like she did something wrong. All she did was post, and it's not even like a sexual picture or nothing. It, it, it's not like no, it's a very she works at photo. yeah, like Hooters or something. She very, got her titties yeah, out. Like she, all she done. did, <laughs> yeah, all she did was post a picture and and quote the men that walk into the store, and people are talking crazy about her. But I've I've literally heard on numerous occasions from different women that have mentioned like you know when you're pretty you don't have to pay for drinks. You know, you know, I go to the club. I don't pay for drinks. I don't pay to get into the club. But these are the perks given to women who look a certain way. So the reason why I say they interpreted, they didn't really even interpret it. They read the post, but they didn't even interpret the post. They interpreted the picture. They mm. looked at her, and there's a commonality between women who look like that and who get free shit. This yeah. A, they, get a, they get a lot of free shit. But what does that have to do with what she posted? Everything. Because these two things, these things work in unison. When you look like that, that's what happens. Yeah. So people in society have seen these things play out with different women, and they're you know, and I don't know what angle they're all coming from. Some of it might be hate, you know. Some of it might be like, oh, she's just so you know, she's so um, um, self-centered and things of that nature. But they're saying all these things because a woman who is extremely attractive, people automatically assume she's self-centered. I've seen that also. Yeah. And they're assuming it because they have subscribed to how attractive she is. Yeah. That's just people just hating. Yeah, they just leave it alone. It's not that deep, bro. Yeah. Ultimately, multiple things are true about this scenario, but one thing needs to change, and that's men. Men stop fucking being absent minded and saying anything to get attention. Mm-hmm. That cause dude, you need to like you need to honestly ask yourself. Where do you exist on the attractive scale? And people are going to say, like, Eddie, this is just insecure because, you know, nobody's too good for you. I'm not saying she's too good for me or for other. I'm just saying, like, do you think that if you say, oh, my God, you are so beautiful, she's going to just stop her job? Like, no one has told me that all yeah, day. Take oh, me away. Take me away. Fuck me from the back on aisle nine. I don't think people know, People don't. I don't think the people have that type of awareness, though. They don't. Men yeah, don't have that. type. They just they're rea- they're reacting. They they're not even using anything. I think when most people talk, like even you know we had the uh, the post with DJ that went had like a million views or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and the amount of people that said I look like Childish Gambino, like it was very new to it was like very fresh for them. Yeah, like, you know it was like oh dang this is a new idea. <laughs> like and yeah. then they wrote it on there or whatever. I got to do it. But yeah, that's that's just how I think that's how people kind of move. Like mm. you know they they think that they're Every time a guy walks in there, he like, dang, she bad. And then he expresses that, but he's not conscious of the 20 other guys, 30 other guys that have said that this week. Yeah. Right. I think I think men, you need to learn. I think men in general need to learn how to give an original delivery to women, and that will get their attention. Yeah. If you see a woman with, with certain clothes on, like let's say for, there are certain, like at my age at 38, like growing up in the 90s, women wore like polka dot shirts and you know, stonewashed jeans and certain stuff like that. So let's say you flash forward to 2023 and you see a woman wearing that, mm-hmm. right? You'd be like, hey, I like your getup. That's like very, like a real 90s look you got going on. They're like, oh my God, thank you. I went to the, you know, I went to the uh, the Salvation Army and got this from the thrift mm-hmm. store. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you thrift? And be like, yeah. So do you like sell stuff online or you mm-hmm. just get stuff for yourself? It's like, I do both a little bit. Yeah. So now you've created an organic conversation and introduction to yourself hey my name's eddie by the way yeah and men don't do that they just be like damn girl you are so beautiful it's like 
work on work on the actual conversational skills. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would say like having a conversation is like just having an organic conversation is always going to be much better than like like having game. Oh, that, thank you. The yeah. best game is a conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's not game. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't have a problem talking. Yeah. I'm doing a podcast for 5 years. I will talk you out of your panties, okay? Haha. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. <laughs> yeah, man. But mm-hmm. that that's the thing, dude. Men don't have any originality. And I, and I guarantee, I'm going to start asking questions on the, we have an option where we can ask our listeners questions. Yeah. I'm going to start asking people questions. Yeah, I would hope people, um, it's been, I, I put like polls and stuff up a couple times, but I think mm. that would be dope, like to have some questions on there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think. I would want to ask women, how often are you approached with the same exact things? This is why women say, like, men are just all the same. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because a lot of men do the same shit. Yeah. The yeah. same fucking shit. Mm-hmm. This is why, like, we can't get mad at some women for being shallow. Like, if, if a man approaches them and be like, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, you're so beautiful. And then a dude that's actually attractive tells her she's beautiful and she goes for that dude. You can't get mad at her for being shallow or liking a dude because he's attractive because... Every other nigga said the same shit. Yeah. At least she can choose somebody that's attractive that's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> especially, how, you got to realize, like, you know, like, especially in that case, and I don't know what her relationship status is, but the mm-hmm. person that, you know, like, I would imagine if somebody came in there, he has to be up to a certain level of attractiveness. 100%. But, uh, if he came in there and just said something original about, like, you know, working at Home Depot or, hey, like, you know... uh how long you been working here? She'd be like, oh, I work, I go to school at University of Houston, whatever the case may be. It's like, oh, I used to actually work at a Home Depot when I was in school or I'm in grad school now. You know, just having a, like you were saying, like an organic conversation. I think that goes much further than, um, and you'll get a better sense of like, you know, the temperature of the conversation, you know, because when you go in there just like right off the rip trying to like flirt with her, game her up or whatever, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I feel like women get weird about that stuff. Yeah, I think the most o- most organic way of being flirty is through uh, through humor, mm-hmm. but not through sexual humor, through nothing. Like not too long ago, there was this chick that worked at Smart and Final, and mm-hmm. she was stacked, like yeah. super stacked. And I just said this little small talk. I was mm-hmm. like, "You ready to get out of here, huh?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "You have lunch yet or what?" And she's mm-hmm. like. No, nah, I, I said, like, what's for lunch? She's like, uh, probably Taco Bell. I was like, oh, you're going to go home early then, huh? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and she started fucking busting up laughing. Mm-hmm. I was like, you better stay away from those fucking beans or whatever. And just cracking little jokes. And she starts yeah. laughing. And it was other people in the line, so I couldn't really, you know, work my magic. Work your wrist. Yeah. If it was nobody in that line, I would have got, well, my thing is I don't even get, here's the the, the golden part about it. I don't even ask women for their number. I haven't asked women for their number in years. Mm-hmm. I just give them minds. Mm-hmm. That's the that that in itself to me is it's almost kind of eliminating the game almost. Mm-hmm. If I have made an impression on you enough in that moment and I give you my number, mm-hmm. I'm putting the ball on your court now. Yeah. The ball's on your court to text me. Yeah. Because what happens is you get a girl's number, they're reluctant to even give it to you. Yeah, and they might they might just give it to you out of the pressure of it. Out of the pressure of it. I don't want to yeah. I don't want you to feel pressured. Yeah. You can have my number and when you're thinking and look, in, in order for you to text me means you have to be thinking about me to do it. So now you've texted me and like, "Oh, Sheila. Mm-hmm. Sheila from Walmart." 
and Sheila then I from Smart and Final, and then I store you in my phone as Sheila with the doggy style booty. That's crazy. <laughs> Sheila from Stacked and Final. Stacked and Final. Big titty Tammy. Big titty Tammy from Target. Oh man, triple T's. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I store people in my phone as very custom things. Mm-hmm. If I meet it, if I'm looking for an air fryer and I meet some chick on the same aisle, I'll be like, uh, Sandra, mm-hmm. Sandra Air Fryer, yeah. Target. <laughs> yeah, especially before you really get to know like their last name and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You gotta, you gotta be able to uh, put some context to how you met that person. And then some people have a lot of the same name, so yeah, you gotta kind of put that in there. I like sometimes there's certain things you look in your phone and it kind of expose the amount of immaturity you have. I have or I, you had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely um back in my heyday I would have like the the dating app on there so it would be like uh Barbara Bumble. Her last name would be Bumble. <laughs> oh, or no. like Teresa Tinder. Teresa <laughs> <laughs> Tinder. Uh. Uh. <laughs> oh man no there's a there was a girl in my class back when i was going to bc yeah. I, I first started going to bc in 05 mm-hmm. and um there was this, we had this it was in communications class mm-hmm. there was this girl in my class that went to do one of the presentations so we had to do a uh we had to do like a presentation in front of the whole class mm-hmm. and she basically came out as lesbian to the whole class. Mm-hmm. It's the first time she had like came out to anyone. Mm-hmm. And uh and she had brought some girl there with her and nobody knew she was lesbian. Like nobody we didn't we had no and mind you, coming out back then was a big deal. Yeah. So she came out and her girlfriend was actually she brought her to class mm-hmm. and we all clapped for her and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm serious, I swear to God. We all clapped for her and the girl was crying and stuff and everybody just we everybody just supported her. This mind you this, this is like back when a lot of people was real anti-gay. Like mm-hmm. nobody was really feeling that, I guess. Yeah. But um, especially Bakersfield. Oh yeah, Bakersfield is super anti-gay. Anything. But everybody showed her love and whatnot, and we everybody exchanged numbers. And then my dumb ass, I seen this not too long ago. I stored her in my phone. I swear to God, I stored her <laughs> in my phone. Is her name was Joy. I stored her in my phone as Joy the lesbian. <laughs> What a fucking idiot. I was 20 years old. Joy the lesbian. This is the person I was like, she was really cool, like a really nice person. And my dumb ass stored her in the phone as lesbian. Fucking idiot. That's cold. Yeah, she ain't man. got no last name, nothing. No last Joy name. The Her name is just Joy the Lesbian. <laughs> Damn, that's funny. Man, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's you know what I I I, I get that because we used to um there was a <laughs> you know how Drake had that long that line in the song like let's be honest yeah yeah, yeah uh, it was I think it was on uh on uh. I think that song with Tiger and Lil Wayne, I forgot the name of it. Is it mm-hmm. is it Yellow? I don't know, one of them songs. Um, but there was like a girl, like when when I lived in Nevada, there was a girl that we would call Lesbianist. Like, yo, what's Lesbianist up to right now? Oh, my God. Like, yeah, that's how it be. Yeah, it's just... Had those immature nicknames. Yeah. 
the lack of it. I seen a picture with Young Money the other day. They looked so terrible. Really? Oh my god! Like an old school picture. It was a picture of like it was Nicki Minaj and Drake and all of them. They just looked like the most unthreatening people, but they was trying to look hard. Like Drake was holding a pipe in his hand, mm-hmm. but his hand was kind of like leaning over, mm-hmm. like a it, pipe. Which, it, like- the best way to describe Drake in that picture is that fucking nails emoji. With mm. the nails on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Come on, man. You know what? It looks like fingernails with the oh, paint oh, on Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he's, uh, he got his nails, he started doing his nails or something like that. I don't know. I don't uh, know. This is a separate conversation, but I think Drake is, I think he's joined the, you know, the people, they, the men starting to paint their nails. I think Drake has joined the club. I was uh, trending. Oh, really? Yeah, last week, yeah. I think they were talking, Alex uh, Media was talking about it. Alex oh, paint, yeah, 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 yeah. Alex yeah. paints yeah. his nails. Mm-hmm. If Alex, if you hear this one day, that looks very gay adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> Not calling you gay, bro. <laughs> this is very gay adjacent. Y'all neighbors. Y'all na- yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, your neighbor's, your neighbor's gay. <laughs> you go over his house a lot. <laughs> Y'all be- <laughs> God damn, that was crazy. Sometimes you may taste the rainbow. <laughs> you skittle eating that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, switching gears. Aisha Curry. Recently, Aisha Curry uh, was on a show. Oh, Lord. Let me see here. Hold on one second. Do you have that article? No, I don't. Hold on one second. I will find it. I don't know the name of the show. Aisha. Uh, let's see. Mo to the. Okay. No, it's not showing the show. Uh, yeah, I don't know what show that was. Yeah, I have so no idea. But a bunch of women. Yeah, just a bunch of women um, on the show. Okay, hold on. It's just videos. There's no real article showing it. But let me summarize this because I don't want to bore the listeners. They came here to listen to a podcast, okay? I can send you this article. I just found one. Oh, you just found one? Yeah. I see an article, but it's not really showing. I'll just send you this one. It's just some riffraff, man. Okay. To make a long story short, um, Ayesha Curry was on a a show recently. Oh, you just sent an article right now? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's see what it's talking about. It's the same one I just seen right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh. And it might not be from a sports rush. I don't think it's a very reputable. Okay. My woman, Stephen Curry, asserts himself under Aisha Curry's post amid viral video of wife taking off wedding ring. Uh, Aisha Curry has been in the headlines recently and for all the wrong reasons. The wife of Stephen Curry, Aisha, has been receiving a lot of flack after a recent video went viral, appearing on the, sh- on the chat show The Real. Aisha jokingly attempted, oh. yeah, attempted to take her wedding ring off after a shirtless waiter walked in. But while the rest of the internet is criti- but what? But while the rest of the internet is criticizing her actions, Steph made it clear with Instagram comment that Aisha is still his wife. Right? Okay. Um, here's the deal, man. Uh, I don't know Steph Curry. I don't know her. But what I will say this: this is an offense. The reason why it's an offense is because there's certain things you shouldn't play around with. Mm-hmm. She and the reason why is this: if she did this in all goofball fun, and you know she didn't have any previous, didn't have any priors, <laughs> yeah. then it'd be cool. But before she literally said that she wanted more male attention, a married woman saying they want more attention from men is a wild statement. Mm-hmm. And she said that. And all the women that were on that show were like, I feel you, girl, because I feel the same way. And you know what? It's normal. It's normal. Can you imagine if a man, a married man said, I need more single women to look at my dick print? Huh. 
Women will lose their mind like these guys are just pieces of shit. Oh my God, I can't believe it. He wore his gray sweats on purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, they would lose it. Mm -hmm. Right? We have to stop. Like, I think we need to stop enabling people to do things and actually hold them accountable. And ladies, I'm not saying you never do it, but in this case, no one really pushed back on it. Mm -hmm. I think that there needs to be a certain amount of decency in any type of relationship or marriage. As a man that's in a relationship or married, if a girl with a small waist, right? Because I know, I think, I think whether it's our partner or us, we have an idea of how attractive women are. You don't lose, you don't lose your eyes for the world just because you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what women are attractive and which women aren't. Mm -hmm. But I think, out of respect, when you with your lady and you see a girl with a crazy booty and her body is just ridiculous, mm -hmm. you got to keep your composure, bro. Yeah, because you got your lady right there. Mm -hmm. And you need to respect your lady and not do anything. Just be cool, man. And put your blinders on. You, you ain't got to put your blinders on. Don't, don't be looking all at her. Just keep it natural. Keep it neutral. Don't mm -hmm. trip. But if you see that girl and you walking with your lady and you play around with like, well, I'm taking my ring off. You know how fucking angry women would be if you did that shit? Mm -hmm. If you seen a woman, and first of all, the reason why women would get mad is two reasons. One, you blatantly disrespected her by seeing some young lady with a big booty and you take your ring off. And also, when women are attractive, it reminds your lady of what she don't have. So if that girl got a big old giant fat booty and your girl really don't got that, nigga, she already triggered. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you like thick women. <laughs> you, you said me being skinny wasn't a problem. <laughs> yeah. I seen you looking at Tanisha like that. I seen you looking at Jessica like that. Yeah. And it's like, oh man. Yeah. That's if you, crazy. If you were a flat chested woman, right? And you love her. Like you don't give a fuck about her being flat chested. But a woman walks by and her titties is just bouncing everywhere. Ridiculous. And she's walking towards you and your wife. You know who your wife is looking at, right? Her. You, nigga. Oh. She looking at you and her simultaneously to see how much you looking at them titties. <laughs> see how much you looking at them She going to look right at you first to see where your eyes at and then go look at the titties and yeah. match your eyes with the titties. No, she going to pull out a protractor and see if the angle of your eyes is pointing at the titties. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Your wife, she going to turn into an architect. She going to pull out all the architectural tools and match your titties up to the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna draw a fucking floor plan of your eyes to titty ratio and do it's the gonna, math. It's not a blueprint. It's gonna be a titty print. Yeah, a boo print. <laughs> a boo print. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. Yeah, boo print. Boo print. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's the truth, man. I just think that there should be a certain amount of decency, whether it's men or women. Yeah. And I think that if you have priors like she had, stating that she wanted male attention, which is fucking inappropriate as fuck, mm -hmm. right? Then you're doing this, playing around, and it's like, look, at, some people will say, like, you know, you shouldn't really be commenting on other people's marriages. Look, I don't know her. She probably is an awesome wife. Mm -hmm. and, and Steph probably loves her to death. Mm -hmm. But what I can say for the average person, this ain't good because the divorce rate is over 50%, and it's because a lot of people don't stay true to their partner. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, you know you could cheat on somebody without fucking somebody else, right? How so? You could you could cheat on your wife or your wife could cheat on you by literally giving inappropriate attention to another person. Yeah. So, for example, if a dude is running down the street 
and this motherfucker is running down the street in gray sweatpants mm-hmm. and he ain't got no drawers on mm-hmm. and your and your wife see it and she's like, Oh my God, let me turn back around and see who that is. Yeah. That's, that's too that's too much. That's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. That's super inappropriate. And there's people that do this shit. And mm-hmm. they be married like a motherfucker. Yeah. They be having they be having DMs and shit that are very unmarried like. Mm-hmm. It's the I've never seen a society full of married people that were this available in my fucking life. Yeah, it's not even like a thing now. It, it motherfuckers <clears throat> do not care. I've had full fledged conversations, and I didn't know the woman was married. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a conversation with a chick at the gym. I remember, uh, I don't know why this just this 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 one occasion just burns in my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, this chick had a pair. You know what Vibrams are? The shoes? Yeah, with the little toes the in The toes it. sticking out. Mm-hmm. She had her little Vibrams on, and I remember Desmond had some first. He was like one of the first dudes I seen Yeah, uh, with Vibrams, my, my best friend of 23 years. But mm-hmm. back then, this had to be like 2012 Desmond mm-hmm. had those. Mm-hmm. Had to be 12 or some shit like that. Maybe before that. Because mm-hmm. he used to run in the Vibrams. So I see the girl, in, in the, and it was when I was going to InShape right here on California. Yeah. And in, InShape had just popped up over there at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, we sparked a conversation from the Vibrams. I was like, hey, my buddy has those. How do those feel? Right? And she was very attractive. So that was kind of my way of kind of sneaking in there. Yeah. And we just started talking. Our organic sneak. Oh, yeah. It was an organic <laughs> sneak. And she was she like she was biracial. She was like black and maybe some type of other, maybe Mexican probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a very good mix, by the way. Um, and we're talking for like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's like a good conversation. And we're both like sweating because we just got through working hard. Mm-hmm. And probably like 17 minutes into the conversation, she's like, you know, like my boyfriend. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. So we've been talking all this time. And first of all, I'm not saying that I'm obli- like you're obligated to do anything with me because we've had a conversation. But you just a little too goddamn friendly. Mm hmm. To a dude while having a boyfriend. I'm not saying you can't engage in conversations. <laughs> yeah. But the type of conversations we're having are a little over familiar. She 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 was getting too she was getting too far in the deep end. Yeah. And, and, and a... it and it wasn't just that, right? It was like the touching was happening from her to me. Touching your elbow. Yeah, like little elbow touching. Touching your or... weenus. Nah, she didn't touch your penis. A weenus. We, we had we had, what's that? That's your elbow. Really? Mm-hmm. I never heard of that. Yeah, it's a weenus. It's like I don't know. It's it's like a is it like it's like G- a nickname or something? Is it like the G spot for us or something? <laughs> no, <laughs> far from it. Imagine a girl touch your elbow and you like ah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah a weenus or yeah, weenus is a slang word for excessive or loose skin at the joint. Oh, uh, at the joint of one's elbow. Damn, that might be a fucking erogenous zone, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we're talking and first of all, like I think as men and women we have an idea of when we're having a conversation with somebody if that person is has a level of interest or if it's strictly pl- a platonic based conversation. Yeah. When it's strictly platonic based, it's like the body language is different, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um you're kind the of conver- most, the, even the subject matter is kind of very It's very straight. St- on the yeah, on the button, on the button. You on might the button. be if you're in the gym, you strictly talking about working out. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, there's a type of workout that I do. I count my calories like this, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's like a way to compliment a woman's body without being like uh like overtly um 
like sexual. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, hey, you got a nice frame. You got a nice base. You're, you're in the gym a lot, huh? Mm-hmm. You come to the gym like four or five times a week. They'd be like, yeah, I come like four times now. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. You, like you seem like you have like you're really quad dominant. They'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm trying to like, you know, even it out. I'm doing more back squats now and stuff yeah. like that. So it's like you're indirectly telling her like, you got a nice ass. You got nice legs. That's, the, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's yeah. that's the translation. And yeah. she knows what you're telling her. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes it's not always sometimes it's not always like you doing that. Because sometimes mm-hmm. if if let's say a girl's like prepping for a show <clears throat> and you've probably done a show or you just work out a lot, you can have those conversations and just walk away. Yeah. Right, <clears throat> but when a woman is vibing back and it's just vibes bouncing back and forth, that is not a friendly conversation. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, that is not for the guy at home. You know. Yeah, he has no idea that mm-hmm. his wife is about to have uh, somebody going balls deep. Yeah, touching all over Eddie Weenus. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been trying to call my girlfriend for fucking four hours. She said she was going to the gym. She answered the phone. And then, the, then it slows down. Greg, how you? What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? What's that noise back there? Well, I'm on the treadmill. I'm still at the gym. I'm in the gym right now. I don't even see you. What are you talking about? Well, if you weren't stalking me, I went to the other location. Yeah. I'm headed over there right now. <laughs> I'm at the Planet Fitness. You have to finish. We have to finish. <laughs> You just drive over to the other Planet Fitness. <laughs> you just head over to the new place. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And then it's going to be believable because she's going to come out sweating. Yeah. As a, yeah. Those those situations get tricky, man. I've definitely been talking to somebody. Not like not like a, not more so like a person that I met like just out in the public. Um, but like I remember I was texting this girl and we was chopping it up and I was like, like it was, it was like all day conversation type of thing, and then I can remember, like at the end of the night, she was like, "Oh my gosh, my boyfriend is just so reckless," and I'm like, mm. "I'm like, why are you? Why would you say that right now?" Mm. But yeah, it's kind of one of those things. I think well, when women start to get too, too deep into it, they they gotta they gotta reel themselves back in mostly. No, it's not always women reeling themselves back in. When a woman gets too deep and they still want to do something they shouldn't be doing, they will say bad things about the man they're with to justify what they're about to do. Mm -hmm. So if you know you want to fuck me, of course you're going to talk bad about the guy you're dating. Mm. Right? And I don't have any interest. If I know that you're, like, like legitimately trying to like speak poorly about a guy, and first of all, this is the first introduction I have. I told a chick one time, I said, uh, because she just started bringing up her ex, like, yeah, he was just toxic and blah, 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 blah. And I said, I came here to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't come here to talk about him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, no disrespect to him. I don't know that guy. I don't know him, but I, I came here to meet you. And she's like, oh, well, sorry. I'm just, you know. Yeah. You know I, if you, even if you're talking about your ex in that capacity, it means you're still not really over the You're situation. not over him. Yeah. You're not over him. And you're wasting my time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I don't, I'm a busy man. So I don't want to be wasting time with you when you need to go back with your ex. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to work this out. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. if, if, you know, all this, if all this nonsense you're talking don't come with some head, you got to go. Yeah. Yeah. You got to use that mouth in a different <laughs> capacity. <laughs> Stop wasting your mouth. <laughs> Stop wasting it. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think that um, the thing about it, you know, and this is like on multiple occasions, and people, people 
you know, you got to think that people really love Steph Curry. You know, he's yeah. like just the, uh, you know, what people would deem from the outside looking in. Like, he's just a genuinely good guy. You know what I mean? Like, done all the right things, married the high school sweetheart or college sweetheart or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. Um, you know, beautiful family, and uh, he just did it the right way, the hard work, and, you know, built it from the ground up pretty much. Um, <clears throat> and when you see your wife out here saying they want attention from other men or um, when you see her taking, you know, joking like she's taking a ring off just because a guy walks in with it, with his shirt off, it's That's just crazy. like, it's just like it, it's embarrassing for us, for him, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and especially – with when you put that up against like um the the uh ample opportunities and who knows if Steph is like, you know, a faithful man or not. Um just you know, just from the information we have, we haven't seen no wild allegations. We ain't seen no um situation where like a Paul George or a Zion or nothing yeah. like that. <clears throat> or even like a Kobe Bryant. You know, he's 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 it seems like he's on a straight and narrow. Um but when you see like the, the girls at the go at the Oracle Arena and they just like gushing over him, yeah, they're going he crazy. Just, like he just shooting his free throws and going back to the huddle. Like in you know, you, there's multiple videos that like viral videos that we've of seen women of, like, like like biting their lip, like yeah, having daydreams about just fucking. like yeah, yeah. So um, and you see that and he just focused on the game versus you know Aisha when she's she's out in the public, she just embarrassing stuff. That's why we, you know, we feel some type of way about the situation. It's just like, you know, Steph hasn't done anything, at least publicly, he hasn't done anything to embarrass you in that capacity, but you seem to yeah. you know, embarrass him you every chance to, you get. You seem to tread these waters kind of often. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say that he, from a public standpoint, has done a better job representing his spouse than she has to him. Yeah. And I think that people should take this shit more seriously because you got to realize when you're dealing with anybody – you're also a representation of them. Mm-hmm. So if you out in public and you got and you're a married man and you in the face of all these chicks, like you know, hey man, you looking good, but you know, yeah, I'm married, but I can have, I can't have friends though. I can't have a friend, <laughs> right? When you doing okay. shit like that, you know what they they thinking like, yo, this dude is making his wife look stupid. Yeah, he making this girl look stupid. Mm-hmm. Like if y'all gonna break up, break up because you got differences. Don't break up because you couldn't keep your dick in your pants, homie. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no discipline, mm-hmm. none. Yeah. And also, like cheating is a low integrity move. I can understand if you're a young man and you cheat. I'm not trying to absolve you of it, but it, I mean it makes sense. You're young. You're still trying to figure out who you are as a man, and you're making mistakes. But as a grown man, when you're cheating, that's a low integrity move. Mm-hmm. That's a low fucking integrity move. Yeah, especially when you're married. Yeah, huh? I said especially when you're married. Yeah, but you know what's crazy too about the whole cheating thing? The cheating thing is not just people cheating because they want to have sex. It's because people get a thrill out of that shit, Mm -hmm. like the hiding text messages and meeting up at parks. You want to remember? I think we we've been out and seen it ourselves. Like, yeah. People, I've seen it a lot of times. People like, at a random parking lot pull up together, and then yeah. one person get in a person's car and drive off. You'd be like, this nigga's cheating. Yeah, I'm in a relationship, and generally we don't go places separately. Like, so right. for when you see, when you be in public and you at a, a Walmart parking lot or yeah. a Target parking lot, and you seeing like two people in separate vehicles pull up, hop out, or you're seeing um, two people in the same vehicle. 
and then one of the, the dude or the female hop out and they get in their own car, it's like, yo, something going on here. Because that is not typical relationship behavior. So you see that a lot in these parking lots. Yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it popped up. Something popped up saying Trippy Red turned 24 today. God damn, the dude is young. That is super young. My God, he looks so, I'm not trying to be a dickhead. Gee, I thought that nigga was 30. <laughs> yeah. My God. It's that lifestyle, man. Yeah, those drugs. How old is this kid? Hold on. 24. I saw them tattoos and stuff, too. Oh, my God. He is 24. Oh, my God. Wow. Why these dudes be super young, dude? I mean, stop getting tattoos on your face, you kids. Please mm-hmm. stop doing that. That would definitely age you. Yeah, I don't know if it's the ink or what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he's took a couple punches. <laughs> Shout out to Trippy Red. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys get the gist of what we're saying. Yeah. Um, Actually, so, you got to lay low for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, oh, this is what I was going to say, too. I think that what happens, too, is sometimes women, I, because we're talking about her in this case, I think that sometimes some women find a good man too soon. Mm-hmm. And I think they've been together since she was like in 18 or before that, like in high school. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is with good men, they don't give women a reason to run away. Mm-hmm. They don't deceive you. They don't cheat on you. They don't lie to you. They don't do fucked up shit for you to break up. So if a man has been consistently good enough that you didn't have no time to have experiences with other people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what her sex life looks like or who she's been with or whatnot. All I'm saying is. I have seen these like these situations from a first-handed account. I was messing with some chick back in the day, and she told me that I was like the fifth dude that she had been with, right? Mm-hmm. And she said the reason why that had happened is because she got with a dude when she was eighteen. Yeah, and you know he took her virginity and stuff, and she was with him the whole time. And then when they when she broke up with him, that she finally like started experimenting. That's what she told me. Mm-hmm. Swear to God, right? So I I don't know about the. Me being the fifth dude, I, I probably was number 19 by that time. But <laughs> maybe she told herself, told me that to make herself feel good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think there was some merit to it. Mm-hmm. I think that when you're young and you meet a person and you're in love with that person, that's all you see. Yeah. And then you get older and you really realize how much you're attracted to other things and other people. And even if you were a good person, that wanting for that curiosity may start to overtake the fact that you are in a decent relationship. Yeah. But I I don't I don't I think for those people it never really goes away. Mm. Like I've had people be like, yo, as soon as I get married, I'm a quit cheating cold turkey. Whatever. It's like I think at the end of the day, <clears throat> you can have those like that that thought, but you just you just shut it down, you know? Cuz mm-hmm. it it I don't think those those type of women whether they you know, go out and they may they may have a whole phase, they may not. But, you know, you're attractive. We're human beings. Like, you know, we're we just happen to end up in this relationship by proximity, by mm-hmm. era, by whatever the case may be. Um, but if we lived in New York, it would be a different relationship. If we lived in Florida, it would be a different relationship. So it's not, you know, not really anything unique about the relationship. This is the mm-hmm. person that we choose to be with. 100%. But I think that... Um, I don't know that, that, you know, so there is merit to it where it's like, yo, if you do, you know, get to experiment, you know, and, and go out there and, you know, 
have your little whole phase or, you know, you know, sleep with however many people, you know, you'll uh, you that urge may go away or it may not. Because that's what happens, like I some said, people, with, or some of my friends, like they'd be like, yeah, as soon as I get married, I'm going I'm to stop all this stuff. And then they just don't do it. So, yeah, I can say this. I can say this. I say that and I can say this with. I don't want to say with accuracy, but just with life experience, that most women go through hoe phases. Uh, a majority of women do. And uh-huh. I'm not saying that they're, that they're hoes. I'm just saying <clears throat> that they go through an explorative state where they either break up with somebody at a young age and they start dating and they start talking to different dudes and they have a little fun for a while and then eventually they get married. But I think that's everybody's path because there can't be – men and women are yin and yang. So if you're a guy and you're fucking chicks and you're, you're like you're, that's what you're doing at that moment and you're in college or you're a young man, women are on the opposite side of the same experience. So if men are fucking, women are fucking. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it works. Yeah. Right? And it's a lot of women that I knew back in college that, you know, that was getting their getting thing on, but they're awesome wives now. They're awesome mothers. Mm-hmm. You know they 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 have professional careers now, but they was they was hoeing for a little bit, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of women like that. Yeah, they'll never come out and say it, but I went to school with them, and I know. You know the worst the worst thing is when you when you catch the catch the woman right after the whole phase. You like, dang! Now you want to be this? Now you want a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> now you want to be taken seriously? Yeah, I'm like, come on, dog. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't get down like that. Be yeah. Like, but what about last week? Yeah, last week you was really getting down like that. Now here's the worst one, and this is gonna be offensive to some people. I hate it when there is like a there's a chick that. It's not that she's promiscuous, but she kind of has a little bit of a reputation that she knows she's, you know, has done some things. Mm-hmm. And somehow you and that girl in, intertwine and you like, fuck it, I'm going to see what's up. Mm-hmm. And then you're the one that she likes. Yeah. Like, it's it's some dudes you may have known that had st- some fun with this chick and then you meet her and y'all hang out, but then she end up liking you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? That sucks, huh? Why are you liking me for? Yeah, I've had it happen a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like why? Like, yeah. like I, I'm already knowing. And here's the thing. Here's the logic, which is kind of skewed, right? Whenever we deal with people, there's a there's a part of us that is just like that person. So if I'm dealing with a chick, and I'm like, oh, she kind of got some hoish ways, and I deal with her anyways, and she starts to like me. I can't get mad at her for liking me because I was messing with her. Yeah. Yeah. So you you pretty- put yourself in that. And, and it's like you to to um, expect to a woman to like literally just only like you physically, you know, or yeah. only like you enough not to be in a relationship with you is kind of like. Yeah. There's a lot of talking involved just to get to a place where you'll have mm-hmm. sex with a person. And then even outside of that, y'all might be communicating. You might be sending little Instagram memes back and forth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, so you know, it's it's kind of natural for that person to grow and like you. And especially yeah. now, like, I don't know if it's a nowadays thing. I, I don't really like using that term, but uh, one thing that I do see is like, you know, you can have sex early on and then you develop a relationship. That happens a lot now. Yeah. That happens a lot. There are some women that have had sex with a dude like in one to two days. That doesn't mean a woman is a hoe, first of all. 
it depends. Especially, it just doesn't. It mm-hmm. doesn't. It doesn't mean that the girl is a hoe. Because mm-hmm. maybe, just maybe, y'all had some type of chemistry, and she was really hadn't had none in a minute, mm-hmm. and she knew what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And then y'all did that, and y'all still like these. There are people who fucked on the first day, and they got married. Yeah, and they're still married. That's pretty crazy. It's the truth, though. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why. That's especially why, the older you get, when you like in your thirties, like especially like people your age, mm-hmm. they know what they want. Yeah. So it's like you know this sexual um, encounter has has no bearing on if we're gonna have a relationship or not. A hundred percent. That's yeah. why I kind of laugh when women say like, "If you want to know if a man really is about you, then you need to withhold sex." And it's like that's a joke because mm-hmm. there are so many men that are pieces of shit that will wait for you to finally give it up. Some people, yeah, some people will wait around for a minute. Oh, like, yeah, I finally cracked her. Oh, then. my God. Because in the meantime, he's still got other females. And there stuff you go. Yeah, so, so he y- could wait out. You think that he's been chasing you all these years to marry you? Mm-hmm. He just, he been, you just one of the girls he really wanted. Yeah. And he, he going to keep chasing you while he's still getting his pussy over here on the side. And now, finally, you give it up to him thinking that, like, you know, he has been chasing me for a sec. Yeah. Any man that really cares about you is not going to chase you. Dang, Because yeah. he has, a man that really wants a woman has something called integrity. That yeah. once once you, once he feels like he has to chase you, he would rather not even deal with you anymore. Mm-hmm. He'd rather just not talk to you no more. Mm-hmm. Because you've decided that you, because in his mind, you don't mutually like him the way he likes you. Mm-hmm. So he's like, ah, oh, I like her, but fuck it. I'm not about to chase her. Yeah. But the dudes that's chasing you, them is the worst ones. Mm-hmm. And y'all be falling for it. And then you give him some pussy and you be like, oh my God, all men are the same. Nope. You just fell for it. Yeah. You fell for the good old switcheroo. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to front. I've, I've definitely been a person that is like, I wouldn't necessarily say like I waited out on a, on a female, but it's definitely been situations where I'll be like, um, I knew that I wasn't going to like. Maybe I was like developing a relationship with with said person, and then I was still over here doing my thing. You know what I mean? So in it, like, and you you kind of be, especially when you're younger, you're kind of okay with just like waiting it out. Like, okay, like, you know, I'm a have a relationship with you or I may smash in a couple months or whatever the case may be but in the meantime I'm still over here like talking to other females and stuff so yeah that's the thing this is a down rest it's a sad world we live in man Mm -hmm. sad world yeah I don't know I don't know what's going on I think eventually in the future we're going to end up like we we dealing with chat GBT right now yeah but we're going to end up like like full fledged having sex with chat GBT yeah. Like we gonna be like it's gonna go from Chad G- GPT to a full fledged robot. We fucking mm-hmm. that'd be crazy. You'd be like Chat GPT, give me the Glug Glug three thousand, and it'd be like coming right up. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a robotic sound. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they're like I don't need nothing. Man. It'd be some dude on the internet tweeting like. Forget about these hoes. I got the Gluck Gluck 3000 in my house. <laughs> I just downloaded the new software. Dang. I just got a firmware update. Oh, like, crazy. Zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> and it'll be a girl on Twitter like, well, fuck y'all. I don't need a man. I got the Rose 3005. Dang. Dang. Yeah. Fucking vibrator. The vibrator sound like a fucking, uh, what do you call those things? They sound like a printer in the 90s. 
the world is going to start to look very interesting in mm-hmm. years because you have it more in, you know, I don't, not in a disrespectful way, but there's more uh, homosexual relationships, you know, mm-hmm. we see that more often. And then, you know, who knows what this uh, artificial intelligence looks like or, you know, the people not wanting to deal with actual, it's hard being in a relationship. So I can understand somebody being like, man, I'm going to just like, uh, put a certain software inside of this robot so I don't have to argue with my wife or, you know, I don't have to tell her to uh, cook me food or whatever the case, you know, all the arguments kind of dissipate. I don't think think we have a choice. I think ChatGPT is going to become so advanced that it's going to download all the software from all the women in the world. Yeah. And it's going to pick up all their mannerisms and reactions to anything. So even when you get a robot and you think it ain't going to be no arguments, you're going to be arguing with a robot. Heck no. <laughs> not. You never compliment me. <laughs> oh Why God. don't you give me compliments? <laughs> That's crazy. I'm not sure what I want to eat right now. <laughs> Maybe it's broccoli. You're like, you're a robot. You don't need food. I'm just very emotional for no reason. It might be that time of the month. <laughs> you have a robot period? <laughs> it might be that algorithm. <laughs> uh, why are you looking at that woman for no reason? Why are you looking at that other robot? <laughs> oh, man. I knew you looked like robots with big old titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh man why are we making a, this robot voice it's so low budget it's so old what if they all sound like siri yeah it's like a natural clean voice you never give me compliments anymore they had a um turn left remember that google tried to make a unisex it was like a non-binary, non-binary voice. yeah non-binary voice you can't that's impossible you know non-binary they kind of pulled it off because i don't know if it was a dude or a chick nah that mug was kind of feminine bro it's like turn left it's like yeah there's definitely something going on here <laughs> yeah i don't know how you do that it doesn't really make sense to me can you imagine if they freaking downloaded the software and like especially for Pride Month, they made all the GPS like really like uh flamboyantly like yeah. gay? <laughs> turn left, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you better turn left. <laughs> <laughs> turn left and throw it in a circle, bitch. <laughs> throw that ass in a circle. Make a left on union. <laughs> Stop right here, period. <laughs> yeah, reach your destination. <laughs> you are here five minutes early. You better work. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, that should be crazy, man. This AI is gonna be out of control. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Arguing, I'm telling you, it's gonna get so advanced. We're gonna have software for everything. We have ghetto software, ghetto software, bro, 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 bro. Before we move on, I gotta share this. I, I actually shared it on my Instagram and on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I went to freaking Walmart last night, and I and I stopped by, and I was running some errands, but I stopped by there because they have like a really good cologne selection out there at, mm-hmm. uh, at Walmart. Mm-hmm. And you got some pretty cheap stuff that smells really good, so. They so many people steal from that East Side Walmart that it's they got all locked up. It's all locked up. Yeah. So 
I go to the register and there's this chick there and I ask her, I said, hey, is there anybody that can open up the fragrance, the fragrance box there? Uh, and she was like, why are you asking me for? Swear to God. She worked there. And I was like, because you work here. Yeah. And she's like, well, just ask the people in the front because that's what they do. That's their job. And I'm like, I don't work here, lady. How am I, I supposed to? And you can call them. Yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, you got to go help them. And I was like, man, you need to quit your job. Yeah. And I should have not told her that. But but oh I, wait, you told her that yeah oh dang I said like, you need to quit oh, this your, is getting juicy now you need to quit your job and then God people dang. people started laughing dang and then I walked off and I felt bad because that was unnecessary commentary yeah but the customer service she was so disrespectful to me and I'm just a customer dang I, that's a wild thing to say <laughs> I was like you need to quit your job dang what did she say she, she just, just like kinda, looked at me and like let me walk off it. she but probably you, was like yeah I do need to quit this. Terrible ass job. Yeah, but you don't have any grounds to this. I came at you respectfully and I asked you a question. It is your job. Like, yeah. it's different. Some of them have like the little help me things. Yes. But most of them don't. So, what you do is, hey, you find a person stocking yes. the chips or you find, like, I just did that the other day. Like, mm-hmm. you know, one of those um, Walmarts, they had the energy drinks locked up. So I asked the first person I saw that was help, you know, helping with the chips. And then they just asked the person that walked by and then they eventually they got the, the keys at the person at the register, but it's nothing on there that says like, "Hey, talk to the people at the register." Exactly. Wanna, yeah. So. I went to the nearest register. I say, "Hey," and I asked her. Mm-hmm. I didn't assume. I didn't say, "Hey, can you unlock this?" Mm-hmm. I was so respectful. I said, "Hey, do you know anyone that can unlock that fragrance gate so I could get some cologne?" She says, mm-hmm. "Why are you asking me for?" Mm-hmm. Like literally, like it's the worst fucking customer service. That Walmart on the east side of Bakersfield is the most ghetto, fucked up Walmart in bakersfield it is the worst i don't i don't think i'm ever going there unless i really have to i am never stepping foot in that fucking place yeah i don't i don't really go over there oh my god yeah you won't catch me there that too often only on a rare and it's technically it's like slightly closer than all the other walmarts but i would much rather go to the ones way out you know way southwest stuff Mm, like that it's not closer to us yeah it, it like it's really? only like fractionally closer because you know when you pull up the GPS it'll say like you know the different mm, miles away and that one is yours, like a like slightly closer because Rosedale is the other one and then this one is mm, is it around around the same or a little bit shorter it's a little ba- barely shorter like wow. yeah barely shorter so we're closer to well I'm closer to the one you're that, a little further now yeah yeah I'm I'm closer to the Gosford one mm-hmm. oh my god yeah now. Aisha, you gotta you gotta chill out for just a just a little bit. Yeah, just just lay low. Stop embarrassing my guy, man. Stop stop uh, stop uh, uh, sucking dick. <laughs> oh no, my bad. I didn't mean to say that about Aisha Curry. <laughs> I didn't got all. I didn't lost my podcast juices. <laughs> my bad, Aisha. Stop looking at dick, not sucking it. That's what I meant to say. All right, switching gears. Uh, YK Osiris, um, not a huge fan of his, don't really know his music very well, but uh, he is in some hot water after um, forcibly kissing Sukiana, a rapper that is a very hypersexual rapper. YK Osiris has come under fire for forcibly touching and kissing rapper Sukiana, an act, an act the rhymer has apologized for. The incident which was caught on camera, occurred uh, this past weekend at an event thrown by the Crew League in Atlanta on Wednesday. 
The clip went viral, resulting in a multitude of social media users blasting photo rapper's actions, accusing him of sexual assault. In the video, Cyrus approached the reality TV star who was hosting the event and began rubbing her shoulders, which caused her to appear uncomfortable. Then he attempted to kiss Suki, who can be seen showing resistance, leading to Osiris to grabbing her by the face and forcibly kissing her on the lips. Much to the shock of onlookers afterwards, Osiris jogged away laughing, appearing to find the encounter humorous while Suki looked on. Um, here's the thing. Uh, Charlemagne said something that made sense. He said, who knows? He said, that wasn't right. But he said, but you never know what people are doing behind closed doors. They could be doing something behind closed doors and she didn't want it to be public. Yeah, I mean, yeah. right? But he, but he gave that as a scenario, and he's not wrong mm-hmm. because that happened with fucking um, what's the singer Snow Allegra, where some dude tried to kiss her, and she was like, "Oh no, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to kiss you, baby. I just want to feel you." Yeah, which that's was how she wrote that song. I want you around. Yeah, like literally, all it really is is her like wanting the stuff to be private. I can't. Hey, be I told my girl that story, and it broke her heart. She can't even hear the song the same way no more. What happened? Because she loved that song, and it if you. If you're not really paying attention to it, and at least mm-hmm. for me, I assume the song was just about like mm-hmm. wanting somebody around you all the time. Yeah. But now, but now when you hear the song with that context, it's like, oh, you just kind of want like a sneaky link. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you want a weenie with no identity. <laughs> Dang. You want a Dodger dog. <laughs> you want a Dodger dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's not okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see that as a as a possibility, but I think you know this situation, and this happens like um, a lot, uh, you know, in terms of um, people just kind of like uh, you know, I, I, like these non, like a non uh, non consensual contact in in that sort of way, it, and it's very it's just kind of uncomfortable to look yeah. at. You know, when you see him, and he went back twice, and he was just like, you know, trying to be like kissing her in the mouth and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And um, you know, this is this is definitely one one situation. I think overall, though, when I see that the, I think I don't know. I I don't. I'm not trying to um to blame women in in any capacity, but I think I think we have to f- like figure out a way to like communicate that this is not okay but not in the aftermath you know what i mean and you know if, if any of the listeners out there like you can we can have a conversation about it but i'm saying like we ha- we have to like be able to like correct this in real time yeah because what happens is like you see situations like this happen where you know yk osiris he comes and he kisses her in the mouth and then two weeks later the video is going viral and it's mm-hmm. trending and stuff like that and then all of this stuff happens but in real time not that it looks okay it just looks like you know like another day you know mm. what i mean instead of having like you know the the conversations in real time and you know, maybe it's, there's a lot, you know, it's a lot, like, you know, a lot of pressure in terms of like that men and women interaction where, you know, maybe she didn't feel comfortable with saying anything or yeah. whatever. So I completely understand that. And then I think the next thing is like, you know, for Lil Duval and uh, and Funny Marco, um, I think we got to do a better job as men to, uh, to be able to correct these situations too. Um, I know you've been in situations where you've you know, prevented men from going in certain rooms and, mm-hmm. you know, protected women and, you know, walk women to their cars and just situations like that. I think yeah. as men, we got to do 
we got to do that more to to protect these women because yeah. you know that they, they are under a lot of pressure and he looked a little bit he looked a lot a bit drunk or you know off of something and it just he just looked out of his mind so i think yeah. it's it's up to us as like you know as a community to make these situations yeah. a little better yeah i think better. it's it's also times where women don't realize that they're vulnerable mm-hmm. like that there's something that they shouldn't be doing and i remember uh let's flash back to when i told you about like back when i was at the club with you know my homie and all his oil field buddies and shit and they bought the vip and and, and these chicks came over to the vip well Two of the girls that was there, they was like really kind of like drunk mm-hmm. and they stumbled out the club and it was going like, we're going to go try this other club. And it was the Nile. And then it was a uh, what's the what's downtown? The Padre. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to go to the Padre. Do it. And, I, and I, my right hand of God, this happened. So I was like, hey, bro, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to walk them over there. So I walk them over there. We're all just chatting it up and stuff. And they go in there. And then one of the girls, they got to go to the restroom. And it was a dude. And he was just standing there staring and he was looking. And then when she walked out, he was like walking up. And I was standing there looking at him like, is this nigga about to follow her? And then I walked over there and I like kind of like guided her away from the door. And the dude was just standing there staring, bro. I swear to God, it looked mm-hmm. so rapey, mm-hmm. like rape vibes. Because mm-hmm. the, the, the Padre bath, like the bathroom, it goes downstairs. Mm-hmm. Like it's when it goes downstairs and the man and woman split off. And I just waited up there with one of the girls, and then, and then she went up to the bar area, and which the bar is not too far from there. And then mm-hmm. I just chilled over there by the staircase, and that dude was standing there waiting. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Like women don't even realize sometimes People how they watching can, now. Yeah, mm-hmm. be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it was it was another time. It's this dude that I know. I used to lift weights with him. Like we wasn't like working out as partners, but I used to work out with him, and I used mm-hmm. to go to high school with him. I ain't gonna say no names, but. Uh, there was some chick that was at the bar by herself and she had an accent like she was from like Australia or something and she was a little tipsy mm-hmm. and I just had a little conversation with her I wasn't trying to get at her because even then I don't I don't deal with drunk women mm-hmm. like I don't try to do anything with them or get their number we just had a little conversation she was there by herself she was a little drunk and then I was like are you good all right and I was about to leave and that dude was like the way he was looking at her and trying to like grab on her and stuff, I had to make sure she was good before I left. Because mm-hmm. you don't, ain't no telling what these dudes are doing. Yeah. Yeah. The shit was weird, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and be like, you know, most men are not like that. I could say that. Right. But here's the problem with that. I can't label all men as non-offenders. Yeah. But I'm not going to say every man is trying to do that. But I've had a few scenarios where I thought that was going to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it real. I'm like, yo, I cannot live with myself if I find out some woman got raped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't, nah. But look, to make a long story short, when it comes to this, not only this situation, there was another situation on a podcast. This is within a week of each other, I believe. Oh, this was recent. The other dude was recent. I think too? the other dude is recent. I have the Damn. article. It says Sukiana trending. This is four days ago. Sukiana trending after creepy moment from uh, Candy Burris podcast alleged YK Osiris uh, harassment. It wasn't it wasn't uh, alleged. He did harass her though. Being accused of harassment, Sukiana by by trying to kiss her without her consent. Sukiana made her name in the in the world of reality. Okay, blah blah blah. Okay, the social media star is trending on Twitter at the moment after a clip from Candy Burris podcast resurfaced with a singer's co-host aggressively comes on. To see Keanu unwarranted. 
Uh, Sukiana was previous guest on the Burris Candy Coated Podcast uh, by DJ Aon three months ago. A big, big gip of Goody Mob fame. A fan on Twitter sees the portion of the podcast where DJ Aon is clearly under the influence of whatever was in his red cup and straight up bully his way in the sexual encounter with Sukiana. While Suki... What the heck? Suki with the good coochie has an image. Oh, God, that's her full name. Yes, her, that's her uh, Instagram. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, account. She clearly tells Aon that his advances were a bit over the top and that a person needs to earn the right to to her the proper way. In the clip, Burris can be heard laughing DJ Aon's advances, but not acknowledging. He said, we are sharing a clip below, but do warn that there is explicit language. So... It was not only explicit language. He was basically telling her, like, I'll eat your pussy right now. I'll take you to the back and eat your pussy right now. Like, talking crazy talking to her. Talking crazy, yeah. Right? But it wasn't just that. He showed her something on his phone, and people believe that it's a dick pic, like, during a live podcast. Because mm-hmm. she was talking about penis size. And yeah. She was like, yeah, I'm good with five inches. She said, five like, inches is big to me. He said, five inches is more than enough to me. I, I'm fine with that. Like, that's a perfect size for me or whatever. And he's like, oh, is that right? Like, I'll eat your ass right now. Like, talking crazy to her. <clears throat> here's what men need to understand because I'm about to talk about this full circle not just about men but men is an example now and then I'm going to get on her just because a woman is talking nasty and sexual and all of that doesn't mean she want to fuck you mm-hmm. right you you shouldn't assume that your advances will be met with oh my god random dude making advances time to suck dick that's not how it works mm-hmm. even a woman that's out here that is being you know promiscuous whatever they will still want to fuck who they want to fuck. They just don't fuck anybody. Yeah. Right? They mm-hmm. still want to be a hoeful who they want to be a hoeful. So you can't be out here assuming that she just a hoe sleeping with everybody. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And I'm saying that from the lens of you as a man thinking she's a hoe. Mm-hmm. That don't mean she want to be your hoe, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One, so, thing, one thing that I was thinking about, too, like we talked about it before, was like some people don't understand that, like, there's a world of entertainment and then there's like mm-hmm. the real world. You know what I mean? Like in terms of comedians, there'd be people walking up to different comedians and seeing them eating a sandwich or something like that and be like, hey man, say something funny. Yeah, or, like, you know, it. you'll see like an athlete or whatever. You might see LeBron James and be like, yo, you want to play one-on-one? Like it's like, or you might see the, the porn star and think that all the stuff they're doing in that video or, you know, in that interaction is like they real life. So she was making it clear like, yo, this is, Five inches is cool to me. Like five inches is enough. So I think she was trying to like separate the 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 OnlyFans stuff or the stuff that she do on the internet to like the real world conversation. And I think he just didn't. He just didn't really get it. You know what I mean? And I think that that's that's one uh, one of the biggest flaws when we're dealing with like celebrity is that um, they they're doing a specific job. You know what I mean? And this is not. You know, they don't take that on the road with them. Like, I'm sure the way she was acting on that podcast and I haven't seen like her content or nothing like mm-hmm. that. But I would imagine she's very like turned up on them on the OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. But when she get off of the when the camera cuts off and they, they stop pressing record or they turn they turn the recording off. She probably just a regular, you yeah. know, regular person like to watch TV, like mm-hmm. to watch Netflix and you know, like to eat good food and want to have conversations mm-hmm. about life and stuff like that. But, you know, the dude is approaching her like, like, Crazy. oh, like, oh, that this is the girl from the videos. I got to mm-hmm. I got to turn up. I got to match her energy. Mm-mm. But you could tell, like, 
that he just didn't really read the room. Like yeah. he was talking greasy to Super her, crazy. and she let and she could, you know, she was definitely like you could visibly see that she was uncomfortable. Yeah, and uh, dude, just, just very tone deaf on his part. I think what what's happening too is having an expectation, right? You're so infatuated with the idea of this woman that you have an expectation of how she's supposed to react to your advances. Mm -hmm. When in actuality, if you really want, and I'm going to just say this, keep this 100. Because as men, sometimes, even if we didn't say something over the top sexual to a woman, we might have said something that, but she was just like, oh, this is lame, right? Mm -hmm. So even if you want to fuck some chick and she's just so, it's like you're really sexually attracted to her, just don't say nothing. Mm -hmm. Just keep it very simple. Just keep it decent. Keep it decent. Keep it respectful. That's it. Mm -hmm. And in that interaction, women will make it known if they want something from you. That's yeah. just how it works, man. Yeah. That's just how it fucking works. Just keep it simple. Keep it respectful. Display a little bit of sprinkle, a little humor in there. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't work, tell her, hey, you have a good night and walk the fuck off. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Nothing extra. Right. And for, for her to be violated twice within a week by two different dudes, that is an inex that's inexcusable. Mm -hmm. That is unacceptable. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I understand she's one of those. And I've seen some comments saying, like, what did she expect? Like, she's showing her ass and saying all this sexual stuff. Now, let me be clear when I say this. The way you represent yourself can garner attention that's not decent or not good. Mm -hmm. But like. If you have any form of decency, not only as a man, but as a human being, when you're a decent person, even if a chick is doing porn or something, you shouldn't assume she want to fuck 24 hours a day. Yeah. She still has, she might fuck one or two hours out of the day. In the other 22 hours of the day, she is a normal person that probably watches cartoons or anime and she has a dog and she works out and, you know, she has hobbies and things like that. See, I think... I think that there's like we we've seen Tiana Trump do a couple of different podcasts, different show up on different platforms, and she turned up all you know all day long. Like she could talk about sex like right when she and she's very like um, open, casual. Yeah, like oh, I went to Notre Dame and had a crazy uh, orgy with all the football players and all this stuff. And then there's people like like an Alexis Texas that can have a podcast and have. Mm -hmm you know, these these in-depth conversations and they don't always have to be sexual. So I think that's probably more of the norm. And then the girls like Tiana Trump, like you thinking you going to get on a podcast and you thinking every girl that does like the sexual stuff on camera is like a Tiana Trump when mm -hmm. most of them is just, you know, like you said, just they just want to have regular conversations. Like they don't want to, even like with us, like, you know, as much as we podcast and stuff all the time, like it ain't, not everybody like, you know, sometimes people be wanting to have like these deep conversations just because we mm, podcast. Oh my god! It's like, yo, like we could just talk about like whatever. It'd be <laughs> it's super inauthentic. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they're trying to pitch you something. Mm -hmm. And let's be very clear: me and Keith don't act or walk <clears throat> around like we're some special people because we do a podcast. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we could tell when someone's trying to pitch us something, mm -hmm. and it's just so awkward. Yeah. And it's like fake deep. <clears throat> yeah. Like, you know, like in the, the pyramids and, and, you know, this and that. Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. This guy yeah. is super fake deep. Like, yo, this nigga's never going to get on this podcast. This guy's never getting here. We don't even have that many guests. Yeah. Right? And that's mm -hmm. not like a flex, but it's just that's how much. 
And mm. some some people, like there have been some people that I felt like they may have gotten offended. Like they've been mm-hmm. like, hey man, I gotta be on a podcast. And I'm like, you know, I'll tell them like, let me check with my co-host, because mm-hmm. it has to make sense. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not, it's no offense to anyone, but my best friend and Keith's brother of 23 years hasn't even been on here. Mm-hmm. So if my best friend and his brother mm-hmm. has not been on the podcast, I don't feel bad for nobody. Yeah. My sister was on here, but in order for my sister to be on, she had to have something going on. Yeah. She, you know, she had like, she was at a, at a, uh, uh, like an art gallery because mm-hmm. she does art. She had to have all kind of shit going on for her to be on here. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, it, I, it's not fair to the listener to have somebody on here that does not bring some level of, like just value of conversation. Yeah, because we, I mean, we listen to. I mean, I listen to podcasts where, you know, one of our my like it could be one of my favorite podcasts, and then they just have a random guest on, and I'm just like, who is this guy? Yeah, like this guy, he's not a great communicator. Um, he's not really doing much with his life. Like he's just kind of a guy, and it just kind of like takes away from the podcast. Like I'm like, I wish it would just be y'all two and or y'all three or whatever on the podcast, not this guest on here. Yeah, and ultimately, <clears throat> ultimately too is this: you could even be doing something good with your life, but it might not be interesting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you could be doing something productive or good with your life, but it's just not interesting enough for the listener to be captivated by it. Yeah, you know. If there's a guy, if there's a person that like, if there's a person that was like a drug addict for 20 years and they got clean and then they found Christ and then they opened a business and they know about digital marketing or something, mm-hmm. that's an interesting person. Yeah. You got 20 years of drug abuse and you made it through that. Mm-hmm. Now you have this captivating story. Now you own a business. Now you, you know, I think that's a pretty cool storyline. Yeah. But other than that, like, you'd be like, yeah, I work at Arby's. <laughs> I know how to make burgers in two minutes. <laughs> like, nigga, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying to talk about UFOs or something like that. Like, nah, man. Yeah, I don't know about that. Some dude said, you guys need to talk more about civil rights. Somebody said that? Yeah, I'm like, man, this ain't Martin Luther King podcast, nigga. What yeah. the fuck? But anyways. Um, Martin Luther King could get these jokes, though. Yeah, I know. But not not just this, this, this situation with uh, those two men that uh, harassed Sukiana. Sukiana is pretty inappropriate her goddamn self because a year ago she was twerking on a 10-year-old boy. Dang. Yeah. yeah. So w- this is, yeah, th- I had to reel it all in because <laughs> multiple things are true. It is not right for these two men that harassed her in this week. That's <clears throat> wrong. And they, they need to be held accountable for that. What does that but look like? Her- the account- I think the guy, the guy was more inappropriate. He didn't like sexually assault her. But what does it look like, you know? What do you mean he didn't? Supposedly he showed her his dick on the fucking podcast. That's not assault, though. Oh, what is That's it? That's inappropriate. Assault, uh, you got to like, you know, it requires some physical contact, like, I would I, imagine. Oh, you, you did the choking motion. <laughs> that may be, that may turn somebody on. Sometimes it's not assault. Damn, That's the, cra- the crazy part about all this whole world is that in some contexts it could be like, you going to jail for however long? And in some context, it could be like, you know, oh my gosh, choke me harder. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. I got scared one time. This girl wanted me to choke her, and I did. And, and then I, she wanted me to do it harder. And yeah. she, then she literally grabbed my hand and forced my hands around her throat. Yeah. And I was like, this is just uncomfortable, man. Yeah, man. Because uh, I'm about to, if she, if she says she wants me to choke her as hard as she's saying, then her trachea is gone. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, yeah. 
I don't know. That was that would get dark very fast. Oh, I it, think we that, should skirt past that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. I was gonna make some jokes, but uh, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, you won't do that because any anytime chicks passing out in the joke, that ain't a good joke. Not at all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I cracked some joke like that, but uh, on a podcast a while back. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it was with the same conversation. Yeah, and I says like this chick want to be the choker out real hard, and I was just like, man, you tripping. So after she woke up. <laughs> 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 but he was like, ah, oh, no, people would take that the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, Sukiana was very inappropriate herself, twerking yeah. on a 10-year-old boy. And I think people have a short memory because that was only a year ago. Mm-hmm. And there was some people that was like, hey, this is fucking disgusting. What the fuck is she doing? And, you know, she didn't ask for that 10-year-old boy's consent. But I think anytime a woman is being inappropriate with a young man in any capacity, it is not received with the amount of backlash than if it was a girl. Why does that happen? I don't know. But what I will tell you is, is that is not okay at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Yeah, it's just something about the, the visual of it. You know, like, you know, the even in school, like the, the, the male teacher that's sleeping with the, the young girls, it's like, you know. It's viewed way different. Yeah, and way versus the teacher that's, you know, the, the, the female teacher that's sleeping with the young boys. It's like, oh, you know, we may even cheer the, the young dude on in school, you know. We gotta stop doing that. That's yeah. abuse. Yeah, we have to start treating like putting everything on a on the same level. We gotta cut that shit out. Where was these teachers when I was in school? Yeah, like, I, I want to fuck th- up. I want to bring up you know even in this conversation there was a uh, a video somebody cut together of Justin Bieber when he was really young, um, and it was like all these people like touching Katie him, Perry grabbing his and, ass. Yeah, oh was, my god! It was men and women, like all kind like of like assaulting him in a weird way. Yeah, and I, I'm just like that's so kind of going back to the point of like how uh, we as a community have to find a better way to to address this stuff in real time. Because yeah. you know it was stuff where he was like respond like the way he was responding. He looked very uncomfortable. Yeah, many of those situations. And with he was Katie little Perry and skinny. And uh, the other guy from the um, he does the car singing in the car. Oh the, yeah, he's, he's asking talk, some weird <coughs> questions. Talk show host. Yeah, he was saying talking about how he smells a certain way and all kind of weird stuff. But um yeah, man, that this this stuff is is not okay, man, and I think we have to we have to we have to do better than like releasing a tweet yeah. a day later. Like and, we got to be able to do something. And ju- Justin Bieber was so little and skinny back then that mm-hmm. he was just like it was it was cuz it's almost like that nigga couldn't fight back that's how little he yeah. was yeah it was a couple so times where he would be like dude i'm a teen i'm 15 years it's old like, i'm 16 years old i'm 14 man what yeah. kind of question is that like, <laughs> well you're 14 but you know it's 14 14 is 14 14 a teenager right yeah. you know? the big what's the big deal it's you got the, hair on your balls right yeah your testicles you have hair on your <laughs> testicles right do you mind showing us your testicles right here <laughs> do you mind showing us your 14 year old testicles Justin Bieber it's like, so smooth oh my god <laughs> paparazzi <laughs> Justin Bieber Justin is it true you, is it true you make sex tape <laughs> like I'm 14 man <laughs> do you have sex tape if you know you're 14 can we see the, the sex tape please I'm a virgin man like, yeah. that's not what your mother said your mother said you were not a virgin can we see the sex tape <laughs> can we see the sex tape <laughs> Paparazzi be asked, yo, paparazzi is wild. Maybe asking some weird stuff. Crazy questions. Britney, Britney Spears, Britney, are you crazy? Britney, are you crazy? (laughs) Do you take medication, Britney? (laughs) Britney, Britney, when is your hair growing back? Britney, Britney. Why are you (laughs) bald-headed? Britney, Britney, why is your head so large? Britney, Britney, what's going on with you? Is it true that they said you're going to lose your mind tomorrow? 
Britney, Britney, does the carpet match the drapes? Britney, Britney. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Oh, man. There's some people that push back on, on, um, like, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. They were like, Snoopy, Snoopy, Snoopy Dogg. So, so, Snoopy, Snoopy, you coming out with new albums? You coming out with new albums, Snoopy? He's like, hey, man, hey, I'm with my family right now. Nigga, leave me alone. <laughs> Snoopy, Snoopy. Motherfucker, I told you, leave me the fuck alone, nigga. What did I tell you? You know I'm sorry. No, no disrespect to you. I just want to know if you have a new album coming out or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, comedy. I forgot. It was, uh, it was some. Who was it? Oh, my God. They were asking if he was on drugs. They asked the art, like they, an artist. No, not. I think it was like a musician or somebody, oh, or man. a musician or like an actor. Mm-hmm. They'll go up and like, you like, oh, Usher, do you? Is it true you have herpes? Damn. Usher, do you have herpes? <laughs> they say you have bumps. Do you have bumps, Usher? <laughs> you have bumps. <laughs> they say you and Nick Cannon have, have have bumps. Is it true you both have bumps? Is it is it okay? <laughs> it's like, bro. And what's crazy about paparazzi? Like, if I. If I was uh, uh, some type of a celebrity mm-hmm. and paparazzi was giving me a hard time, mm-hmm. I would hire a bunch of interns from college, right? Yeah. And I would weaponize my interns against the paparazzi. Mm-hmm. You know what I would do? I would probably get about 20 of them. I'd get some college students struggling. Not, I'd say, hey, I'll pay each of you guys $1,500 a week to go to these paparazzi people's house and wait for them to walk out and take pictures of them mm. and pull your cameras out on them every fucking morning. Yeah. That's all you got to do. All you got to do is get the most annoying paparazzi motherfucker yeah. and I will find his address. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the only time I think doxing is okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would give them a, a taste of of their own medicine. Yeah. Cuz I think that's the biggest thing like they they're doing their job and you know it's it's a I'm going to say it's a respectable career but you Fuck know they no. got to they got to pay the bills in some way shape or form. But uh if they yeah, if they felt that heat of the cameras just flashing and the what's, bright lights. What's and, wild too is these mo- like these people that have that job, they're from like probably Paris or they're France or wherever. They get to come to America and fuck with celebrities. Yeah. I can't go to fucking Great Britain and 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 be an American giving them a hard time. Mm-hmm. They kick me the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Like look at the fucking look at this fucking American. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get him out of here, bruv. <laughs> bruv, bruv. <laughs> Trying to <have> French fries. <laughs> <laughs> get this fucking French potato out of here. <laughs> get, this potato. get out of here, bruv. Potato. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh, uh, the very very last thing on this topic here. Um, the way that women come at Method Man is very inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Like we talked, we talked about Sukiana, but women have this infatuated with this infatuation with Method Man. There was a. Uh, show host, some older white woman, I forgot her name, but she was like, oh my God, Method Man, you are so fine, you are so fine. And she kept going over and over about how fine she thought Method Man was to the point where she kind of walked up behind him and was like acting like she was grabbing his butt and his arms and stuff. And he turned around like, oh, oh, oh hey, gotcha, whatever. And she's like, I'm sorry, but oh my God, you are so fine, right? And then Taraji P. Henson mm-hmm. uh, on a, just a separate account, she was like, 
singing to him, like instead of you're all I need, she was like, all you need is my punani to get by. Method Man is a documented married man. Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of women that violate this man's space and no one calls them out about it. Mm -hmm. Literally no one calls them out about it. They just sexualize this man. Why? It's funny how men get outed for it, right? Which if a man is doing something he shouldn't be doing, he should be outed for it. But women never get outed for it. Mm -hmm. Women, it's just socially acceptable to be be indecent. Yeah. Look at Aisha Curry fake taking a ring off. Yeah. Like this shit is this shit would not fly if a man was doing it. Yeah. Yeah, man. We just like I said before, we gotta find a way to um like just level the playing field. Like I said, when it comes to these teachers and stuff like that. It shouldn't be that the man gets thrown in prison. and Well, he should get thrown in prison, but I'm saying just the, the public outrage about it is, is much harsher for, for a man. And not, not saying that it should be less harsh for a man. I'm saying that both, you know, both of these accounts should be handled, you know, with the same amount of uh, intensity. So, yeah, don't let these women off the hook. You know, if they're doing something inappropriate, if they twerking on 10 year olds or if a woman is yeah, you know, fake grabbing somebody's you know especially a married man if they fake grabbing their booty and stuff like that like yeah it's not cool no that shit ain't cool at all mm-hmm. i'm trying to find an interview another the one, one with was, taraji p henson yeah another one was jennifer hudson it was a show with method man and lorenz tate was on it and this mm-hmm. is this is this year and uh they're both on there and she was like so how do y'all manage to stay so fine all these years right mm-hmm. and all the women were like oh and then all of a sudden, there's just a picture of Met the Man with his shirt off is in the background. <laughs> and then a picture of Lorenz Tate with his shirt off. And the girl's like, ah! Both of these are married men. Yeah. Both of them married men. Mm-hmm. So women talk about objectification. And I think they're right. We do objectify women. But mm-hmm. y'all objectify us. Yeah. Me and Met the Man got the same birthday. Really? Yeah, March 2nd. That's super random. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he, uh, freaking... It's just weird how a lot of men just get called out on it. Mm -hmm. When I've seen, I've heard the type of conversation women be having. Mm -hmm. You'll like, you'll be, it'll be like uh, maybe somebody on the 49ers or something. And they'll like post a video of them catching some footballs. And then you go in the comments and this woman like, Ooh, look at that print. (laughs) You're like, come on, (laughs) man. I catch his balls. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all nasty. Like, are you serious? (laughs) Like, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where we at, man? We're going to wrap this thing up. Yeah, let's do it. It's an uh, hour and 42 minutes. Yeah, we're giving them, we giving them a pretty good show. We're giving them a good uh, good morning, Monday morning startup. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I'm looking at the video and uh, the lady. Yeah, he played, I mean, he, he's, a, he's a professional, so he played it he off. played it off. Move, but, the white woman was her name? Yeah. Uh, Julie Bowen. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess she's, yeah, dang. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Julie. Well, I'm just going to type her name, and it probably. Is she married, too? She's 53 years old. She's not a good, she's not a bad-looking woman. Oh, she looks actually pretty decent. Uh. Hey, let a white woman let him some, a tall chocolate, man. Is she married, too? Looking here. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Guess she got a divorce. Oh dang! 
Do I don't know. I don't know if that's, she's an actor. I don't. She? I believe so. She's on. She was on some popular show. Yeah, so she's an actress. But she out here, bro. She post divorce. Post divorce, trying to throw it at everybody. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I've seen her around. Once a couple. Of oh yeah, it shows the show she's on a popular show. It's uh, starring as Claire and Dumphy at ABC Modern Family. That's where she's from. Oh, I don't know if I've seen her on there. Mm-hmm. I watched her show. Yeah. Dang. See, I wonder if she's gonna get some shit. If anybody wrote it, ain't nobody saying nothing about that. Nah, ain't nobody saying that. They actually are like a the way even the the headline on Hip Hop DX: Method Man leaves actor Julie Bowen weak at the knees. You are so fine. Modern woman, uh, modern woman, modern family star gushes over Wu Tang Clan's Method Man in the behind the scenes video. I think she she had an expectation that he would be like impressed by it. He can be my daddy. What? That's what that's what the quote says. What the fuck? What was that on? Hip hop DX? Uh this one is marka.com. Okay, Modern Family Guest is over. Oh my god. Did she really say that in quote? It does say man. Yeah, he he's backstage. I came up. We all know Wu Tang clan. And he was always fine. Oh my God, he gotta be. He's he's gotta be fifty. He is Damn. fine. He can be my daddy any day. Oh my God. Dang, she going crazy. Yeah, she going crazy. See, this is how people. You should not act like this. Yeah. Like I don't care how much you say you like somebody. Let me see the comments. It got retweeted. Hold on. Yeah, and he kept it professional. Yeah. Where the comments at? I'm not. I'm not really good with Twitter. Oh well. I'm trying to see the comments on there, but I can't see it. Can you see them? I should be on March third. No, I didn't see no comments. Yeah, I clicked on the Twitter link. Nothing popped up. Yeah. People on Twitter be pointing stuff out. That shit be fucking hilarious. Yeah, there's some very, uh, very, very keen eyes on Twitter. Yeah, like, yeah, you see her playing with herself? You be like, what? <laughs> and, then and then you, then, like, scroll it scroll real slow it. motion. You're like, dang, she really was. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, looks like we made it to the end of this <clears throat> podcast. We will mm-hmm. no longer bore you with more commentary about this subject matter, okay? Mm-hmm. If you made it to the... Oh, wait, before we close it off, we got to remind you, man. Head over to a truckersmind.com for merch and mm-hmm. get you three different styles of hats. Um, head over to ATM Pod, ATM Pod on Cash App for a friendly donation. Yes, sir. Head over to our YouTube channel at a Truckers Mind Podcast or head over to the IG, which would be uh, at a underscore Truckers Mind underscore podcast. Okay? Yeah. yeah. If you made it to the end of this episode, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're out of here. Peace.